Welcome, everyone, to Talk With Dad, a podcast where we talk about issues related to being a father and being a son in 2020. On today's episode, we're going to talk about a multi-generational view of the world. How does Niles see older generations, boomers, and Gen X and Gen Y? And how do I see millennials today? Find out by listening to today's podcast. Thank you for joining. We hope you find it interesting. This is great. Let's start the podcast. Okay. What's today's topic, Niles? What are we going to talk about today? Uh, we're going to be talking about our difference in uh, generations and uh, father and son stuff and how we view the world uh-huh. and how it's changed. So how old are you? I'm 13. And I'm 52. So I am Gen X, not baby boomer. I'll have you, not a boomer. Yeah, all right, all right. Um, am no. I considered a Zoomer? I think you're I millennial. Don't, I don't know. I'm a millennial. Are you millennial? Okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't, frankly, I don't really care about all those labels. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> all right. right. So we're going to talk about generations, how young people, let's keep it focused this time on you, how young people uh-huh. view different generations. How about that? I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. We, at the same time, uh, we have, I think, personally, I have a lot of respect for the older generation. Since, uh, like, are you not, afraid of me or are you afraid of older people than me? I'm not afraid. I'm just, uh, I have a lot of respect. Because no, are uh, you, when you say the older generation, are you referring like to me? Am I in that? Or are you talking about older people? Then? Yeah. <laughs> You're the older generation in my mind. I'm the older, okay. In my mind. Yeah. So I have a, little res- a lot of respect because you didn't have it as good as we do. Right. And in what way? Technology wise, uh, parents wise uh, a lot of there's a lot of differences uh between the generations and that's why i have a lot of respect for the older generations uh but at the same time we're going to cut this out but let me ask a question now is when you uh, when you did record did you set your preferences to have different audio files you have to take a look at that I forgot yeah. to tell you. Uh, I just, it said the record button. I just pressed that and it just says recording. I don't know how to change. That. I know it's recording just a video file, maybe an audio, but you can record how the audio we, files separately. I don't know if we need to or not. How anyway, do do I'll just cut this out. I'll just cut all this right, out. All right. Okay. We're back. So, okay. Cause let me give you the sort of the, where I sit in terms of me, and then you can tell me how you see things. But for me, we usually talk, when we talk about the older generation, we sometimes use the expression, the greatest generation. Have you ever heard that expression? Yeah, I have. Do you know I what hi- that I highly to? doubt that. But... Do you know what that refers to, the greatest generation? No, not really. That refers to the generation that fought in World War II. 
And why is that the greatest generation? Because, you know, basically like people up and down the socioeconomic ladder all across society, men of all ages and women of all ages made a lot of sacrifices during the war and, you know, actually fought, you know, the men fought in the war and the women kept industry running and worked in, in the States. And so, you know, there's a lot, the whole generation of people that whose, whose main young years were dominated by fighting in World War II, which was obviously an epic struggle. My generation and the following generations look kind of lazy and like, you know, you know, we like protested Vietnam yeah. and then in the 70s did a lot of drugs and did all that stuff, but we never had a, anything near as, as momentum, momentous a sacrifice as World War II. So we feel generally like we're a little bit wimps and a little bit I didn't think, do very well. I think that the title greatest generation though, it's kind of misleading. Uh -huh. It's a great struggle. It was a great struggle. Uh, the things that the people had to endure, but that doesn't... I don't think the title, The Greatest Generation, should be at it. It should be like the most sad generation. Yeah, it's sad. It's but they sad. triumphed. The idea is they triumphed, right? Yeah. It just doesn't, I don't know. In my mind, it doesn't uh, fit very well. Right. Okay. So, and a lot of people think my generation kind of screwed it up because we didn't really make much progress on the environment. Mm -hmm. We didn't make much progress in terms of economic or social equality. You know, they just protested, basically. The world is not at all perfect today. Right. And uh, many of the major issues that we were preoccupied with, it doesn't seem that we made much progress on. And so now you guys are coming up with holding the bag on all this. What do you think of that? Uh, I don't know. Can you explain a little bit more? Uh, what do you mean by uh, holding you know, the bag? Like global warming, for example, you know, uh -huh. and you know, it's something that's been around. We've been talking about global warming intensively for at least 40 years, in my opinion. I remember talking a lot about global warming, Earth Day. I believe that was in the 1980s. That's a long time. Yeah. And yet we haven't really done anything with regard to that issue now. I guess that's just one issue. Well, uh, I think we have. It's just not the, the headlines of today. Uh, I so think you, that people do care. Know. It's just that, again, I don't really know because all of the information that uh, comes towards me is mostly from social media. And you can't really uh, know what what's true and what's not on that on those sites right i think we've done some progress but the whole subject of global warming it's become so overused that people just don't care about the whole problem anymore our generation has its own 
collect like its own different groups of people that do care and people that just don't or just don't want to see the the problems of the world compared to your generation well i don't know really about your generation you I, don't I think feel it's that young very different are engaged you don't think people are very engaged in today's world is that what you're saying i think they're engaged in what they're shown what the top feed is showing them so basically instagram is telling them what to care about and what to not care about there's a huge difference in that you i remember you saying to me that your you kids were all bored like a bored a lot but and we have basically all the content of the world that we can absorb i think that there's a massive difference that if you get too much content and too much information it kind of overloads your brain right mm -hmm. i think that's a uh, very interesting so to how you, we manage you, that information that we're absorbing do you think your generation does a good job do you think your generation is mostly healthy generally good balance or do you think no a, it's a pitfall i think i think it's kind of both we're 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 developing as humans but at the same time we're doing so many bad shit to our bodies and so many psychological problems that i don't think your generation had mm -hmm. right it's it's way more complicated plus our generation kids have because of the internet know so much more than what your generation had. So that could be a bad thing, but also a very good thing. But again, the bad thing is that uh, when they know too much stuff, they can uh, misinterpret uh, different types of uh, subjects and stuff like that. And there's nobody there to guide them through the internet and do all that stuff. Parents, which are usually now your generation, don't really know what to do with all that stuff that they're uh, giving their kids. And I think that's a big mm -hmm. problem with my generation. Mm -hmm. You mean how to control the, the information yeah. flow to yeah. kids? Yeah. Instead of just restricting the whole thing, that's worse but actually allowing the kids to use the internet safely that's a harder task than just uh you know restricting mm -hmm. the whole thing do you feel like you would like to be restricted because of some things you've seen on the internet that you wish you hadn't seen or do you think parents should just let people use the internet whenever they want however they want and deal with it do you think that i should and your mother should Try, make more effort to try to restrict what you have access to or do you think kids certainly can not now not now because uh now, now more than ever you need it. it no yeah no <laughs> not really I, I don't think so at least mm -hmm. i think there should there should be some uh, restrictions 
Uh, and are you optimistic about the world now as you sit 13, your life in front of you? Let's hope it's a long and happy one. Do you feel optimistic about your future? Do you feel discouraged? And not, and what do you think about your generation in general? Do you think people, how do you think I people think it's, feel? there's a lot of pressure in our generation. There's so much stuff going on with, uh, I think that finding jobs and having a stable, uh, stable future is harder now than ever because the world keeps expanding. Uh, people keep evolving. There's new demands and, mm -hmm. uh, circling back to the topic of, uh, children, the, they absorb more information at school stuff that you didn't learn when you were a child right mm -hmm. and we do because for example for for example i don't know different like uh different types of learning history for example you start history and you you go and move through the chapters so fast you, you just don't... stay on the byzantine the whole time yeah we do and that's kind of doing, useless. That's Niles not. lives in Greece and he's been doing Byzantine history every year. For like the past uh, 10 years, <laughs> I've been doing Byzantine history, which is now, so wherever, interesting. It's wherever so you're interesting. listening to this podcast, it's unlikely that you've had as much Byzantine history as my Greek son. Yeah. Right? Unlikely that most people, I would say most people listening to this, and right now there's basically zero people listening to this. <laughs> But if this would become a huge hit and there are a million people, I would bet that of a million people, less than 10 would know what Byzantine means. Yeah. I, I think they would right? know what it means, but they've never studied it. Very few. So intensively that I have. They couldn't tell you what I don't, I don't want to talk about that. that that's private, okay, uh, private history information that uh, corrupts That's the last soul. thing you want to talk about. Yeah. You do a little Come review on, stop of it. Stop it. Right. I just finished school and now I don't I just don't want to talk about it. Okay. Okay. No. All right. Let's can we let's make an agreement now. Let's ban all topics Byzantine from this podcast from now until ever. Pinky do promise. you agree? Pinky promise. All right. No Byzantine Amazing. discussion. Amazing. All right. So I think uh we should talk a little bit about your generation and how you view our generation. Well, you know, it's interesting because I remember as my mother in particular, and to some degree my father, but more my mother would say to us, the world is so complicated today. It was much easier when I was younger. Nobody thought so much about what they do. There were just a few choices and most people when they graduated high school, they would go to work as a waiter or a waitress in a restaurant and universities were not expensive then. And she went to Washington University in St. Louis and she could 
quite easily manage the economics of that and working in a restaurant, a little bit of work and a little bit of school. And it was not a big struggle for her at that time. And she said that to me, and I, I, it seemed to me, yeah, it was more complicated world when I was there, but now it seems 10 times more complicated looking at your life than it did in my life, which yeah. seemed two times more complicated or three times more complicated than my now, parents' life. Is that a bad thing though? Is, is it a bad? I, uh, overall, I think it's more good than bad, but it makes, it fills the choices with anxiety and the possibilities are. Mm -hmm. I just see ourselves just being overburned by, by everything. The it seems to me the range of possibilities is, is much wider now than it used to be in terms of now you could easily just make wrong decisions and just have, you know, have a very, very difficult or, you know, you know, go one path and you could make a series of, of smaller decisions, different decisions that lead to a very easy life. And it seems like the range is quite wide as to what could happen. Mm -hmm. You know, people didn't for sure, people didn't have the same expectations now. Now everybody has so much access to information. I agree. The expectations are, are so high, whereas I think most people were content to have modest lives in previous generations in terms of their own, as you say, pressure on yourself. I could say as a parent, it's hard for me, and I'm an American, you guys are living in Athens, Greece, it's hard for me to have any feel for <laughs> what decisions you're gonna make in your life, where, how, when, you know, Again, it's very tough to chart a path. Maybe, maybe I should put more stakes in the ground with you guys mm. and help guide you more. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm being deficient in that. You know, a lot of parents guide their kids very much until they get on a track. You know, I was not guided. We don't have that tradition of, be, of guiding people, but maybe, maybe in today's world, you guys need more guidance. I don't know. What do you think? Would you, do you think? I think, uh, I think that... For the older generation, because they don't understand what it is to, to be like a 13-year-old right now, right now, 2020, uh, they kind of force the perception of the world, their perception of the world on the new generation. And I think that could slow down uh, human evolution. <laughs> And uh, just to uh, have a negative effect. On so you feel me so giving I you think, more guidance? I think guidance is a good thing. Uh, but it's really hard to do it the right way for, for a parent like you. So would, just speaking between you and I as son and father, would, yeah. you, do you, would you say, hey, dad, I can use a little more guidance as to what you think I should do? I think, think that I think do? you should uh you should guide me to to things that haven't really changed and that you're good at not my life right uh-huh just so things that are important to me 
that you can actually teach and that are relevant. So what would be one example of that? Something that might be good for me to bring um, to you? I think like uh, economics and uh, taxes and basically how to live uh, by the law because they don't mm -hmm. teach us that in school, which I think is really dumb. It is. It's really weird that. Which is schools... basically how to function in society. They say they're preparing us for the outside world, but they're just teaching us the Byzantine Empire. Yeah. Yeah. So just practical things about business. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Different types like that. The market yeah. and how to, how to, you know. Yep. Things yep. that you understand and that I need to understand that haven't changed or will yep. affect my life and my decisions in a drastic way. Yeah. See, I'm a great you conversationalist. Know, See? Yeah, you know, you know, the other thing is there's a long way to go as well because the path in today's world is so you're 13, you've got a few more years, then you'll graduate high school, then you've got four years of university then maybe graduate school and then professional. So, you know, it's such a long journey these days in terms of what- The main thing know. is, the main thing is to let your kid uh, follow their own path, right? That's the main yeah, thing. at the same time, I do feel like it would be nice to try to at least learn from some of the pitfalls and to understand what the consequences of some decisions are. Yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. You know, I mean, I've made a lot of atypical decisions which have worked out okay for me, but they've been very atypical, you know, and... But uh, at the same time, the person needs to experience those uh, mistakes for themselves. Generally, right? nobody learns from anybody else in my experience. It's a rare person uh -huh. that learns from somebody else, you know? Yeah. It's a very rare person that even has the capacity to listen quiet their own mind down and absorb absorb you know it's a, it's a it's a great quality in somebody if you can even just listen exactly you know and i you know i don't blame people for that everybody's subject to it myself and everybody but uh so i don't expect kids will be any different than anybody else but it would be nice as a parent if you could help you know arm your kid I, I yeah. think that the, the thing that, that you should do is teach your kids the importance of hard work, I think, you know, because it, 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 that applies to everything, unfortunately, you know, it's just part of life. And also to stick you with things. Do you think you've been doing a good job since you're, you know, in Poland? <laughs> Not in the last year, but generally, you know, I've, I've managed to make it all work, yeah. And, you know, I look like lazy Deb, but it took a lot of, obviously, effort. So you think us kids see you as a, as a lazy uh, dad? Do you think that's how we perceive you? You know, I joke with Nefeli about that, your sister. I joke uh -huh. with her because, you know, well, when I'm with you guys. partially because every time you Skype call, you're on the bed, just like yeah. all, almost half asleep. Yeah. Right. My my time with you guys is the downtime, right? So you're you're seeing me when I'm the uh, fun down. time, the as you said in the other podcast, the Disneyland but, uh, 
dad. You know, quite honestly, I did not receive the message of hard work and perseverance at all from my father at all, uh-huh. or or from my mother really. I mean, my mother was more heads down than my father. You know, um, my father was a good time, wanted to have a good time, and want, and had good set of morals and values, but those were not high values in his mind the simple perseverance and hard work, right? But as I've looked at life, you know, even maybe even perseverance more than hard work, you, you know, and that's why I want to get these episodes out and that for the sake of doing it, because you realize it's hard to do it. It's hard to find guests. It's hard to have engaging conversations. So by doing it and persevering, you learn a lot. Yeah. You know, so I, I hope that I'm able to pass that on a little bit better than my father did, but I, I fear, I fear not, you know, yeah. honestly, I don't feel, I don't feel I'm having enough, I don't get enough <laughs> as much. What do you think? I don't know. That's, uh, that's not the best question to ask a 13 year old about. You know, it's like this interview I saw with Elon Musk where he said, you know, I, you know if you want to do something, you work every moment you're awake to make it happen. Reach right? your goal. And, yeah, I mean, you look at him, you look at him. He works his ass off. You set off. goals in your life and the only way to reach them is by working hard. Yeah, I mean he's worked tremendously hard and I think I almost everybody I know that's accomplished something has had to do that. It's just part of the thing. Yeah. It's not not it's character such a, more than such a influential man in history. Right. Yeah, he's an incredible incredible, a incredible genius. person. Very, very smart, very insightful, very unique personality. I mean, uh, I don't know if anybody, I don't know him personally, but uh, what he's like personally, maybe it's not the best thing to be a son. Who knows? You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, he named his son X12. <laughs> that must be some heavy bullying at school. Yeah. That's kind of, I don't agree with the naming your son that. I, I think the 12 you or think something he's got that name, but they actually, his own, uh, they actually favorite call him, jet. They actually something. call him Luke or they call him Bob. <laughs> I don't know. No, they, I remember, uh, they do call him something for short. Like X is, uh, at like is pronounced with a H or like a, at like a she, I don't know. It's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not get off topic though. And uh... no, I just wonder for a man that's that dedicated and that genius level, who's had to work so hard to build these incredible enterprises. And I don't know. Smoke sweet. Okay. You know, I don't know how his kids have have had enough time with him, you know, Uh, but who knows? I mean, again, uh, you give, I guess you the guys certainly have tried to find more time with you guys and more time with my kids, you know, and at the same time, keep the ball spinning to get through life. Right. Yeah. In the way that you have to, you know, um, so what else, uh, what else generationally Niles is a, do we want to chat about? Um, let's talk a little bit about, Let's talk about the the boomer thing and the these labels. 
that we keep okay. giving to you guys. Oh, oh, I see. I saw a little, little smirk there. Because I'm not a boomer, but okay, okay, it. you don't have to keep saying that all the time. I know you're not a boomer. You're Generation X. I'm sorry if I've offended you by saying that you're a you're a boomer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I you mean, were it's, it's very shady it's, about it's, that. <laughs> no, it's a snarky remark, right, from young people, uh -huh. right, toward old people, or, you know, the, the boomer generation or what. You know, I don't know. Like the Karen, the seen... Karen title, for example. You know what that is? Karen? Huh? You know, the Karen uh, thing. Do you know what that is? It's no, what's, basically what's saying all the middle-aged uh, women in the world who go inside the store and be like, um, I want your manager, okay? Uh, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. The stereotypical yeah. woman that keeps uh, yelling to the customers and uh, uh -huh. always screams and stuff. If you go uh -huh. on YouTube and search uh, Karen uh, memes and stuff like that, oh, okay. you'll see this middle-aged uh, woman that's just crazy. And I, and I think that's a, that's a really harsh thing to do. You know, uh, add stereotypes and saying, oh, you're this, uh, you're that. I think that's a very harsh thing to do. And as, I just, like, you know, as a middle I, woman said, I want to talk to your manager. I feel kind of, I feel kind right. of like I, right? for example, it, you know, I'm not it seems in America. Like we're, it seems like we're just uh, taking a huge, massive crap on the other generations. Right. And it's not right. a very respectful thing. Yeah. But I mean, for other types of things, like, so I don't know about Hey Boomer, and I, I've not seen a no, lot of uh, explaining. Okay. or it's okay, I haven't seen, Yeah, I, okay. I haven't seen a lot of talking down to people who are millennials myself. But, if, like, for example, mansplaining, I've seen a lot of, and I understand that term better, you know, where women are in a room in a business meeting or whatever, and they get talked down to that I've actually witnessed in my life. So I relate more to that as a pushback than I do. Uh -huh. Okay. Boomer, you know, I haven't seen most people when they get a little bit older, get more modest about things because they see how complicated the world is and how much you don't know. I don't, I don't see many people getting more sure about the world as they get older, they get less sure generally. So I haven't seen that, but um, someone would have to explain that to me about boomers. But um, I mean, look, I, I, the thing that I would like to see your generation have is physical labor, you know, and not lose track of a little bit of that. You know, it's such a complicated world with information and everything else, but I'd like to see young people just go out and work, right? Hard work uh, with... Uh, you don't Physical. feel like you see that uh, nowadays, and you see more than the the olden days. <laughs> you know, again, I've got such eclectic life. I don't even know what I know. But you know, my I'm so focused on you guys, and I guess Nefeli's starting to do some of that. She's sixteen, yeah. so she, and you know, uh, and your your other kids as well, not just us, right? 
Yeah, Julia and Emma, the, yeah. the little girls. Yeah, yeah, but they're so little. You know, they're f seven and five. It's worse than right. I thought I thought it's uh, because they're smaller and they're more crazy. No, I'm saying like, for example, when I was 17, I had to work incredibly hard as a carpenter building houses and it was really physically tiring and humbling. And then I worked in mm -hmm. late in, uh, you know, in a wood yard, getting lumber and different physical jobs that really kind of. That's why it kind of excites me to go work on, a, on our boat in Idra. Yeah really exciting it's just us father and son a little bit of bonding time and just uh doing some hard work on exactly. what we like that's, best right yeah that's which i is, hope so i hope we which isn't it. necessarily for me both it's having fun with you no it's the it's the classic father-son activity yeah. right to work yeah. on a boat together getting like a, this whole greasy face with uh you know the <laughs> yeah so let me ask you this, Niles, because I only see the American side of you in the English side of you, right? Yeah. And, you know, now we spend a lot of time talking and, and together, right? Um, do you feel like you're bifurcated in your two personalities or what do you feel today at age 13 about do you feel like you're part of a, like a Greek 13 year old? I mean, your whole life is in Greece. Do you feel more in touch with, let's say YouTube, uh, global generation, English based? So here's the thing. Um, I feel like everybody can tell that I'm an American, but I speak uh, Greek. I, I have the same personality, uh, Humor-wise, but I, I, I just think noticed. You've only been to America twice in your life, right? Three times, I think. Yeah, you were there, and I only, I only remember the time when we went there. So we went for a month, like two years ago. Was it and two then years you... ago? Yeah, because last year Damn. we were in Uganda. Uh, yeah, jealous so everybody. Two years ago, and then I, I remember was in Uganda, you there... and I was twelve. You were there during the Obama-McCain election. Yeah, which I have, ab I have absolutely no idea what we were talking about. Yeah, so that, sorry, that, that was 2008. You were born in 2006, right? So you were yeah. two years old then. I think so I was born in 2006. I only remember those two times. Were you there again? I don't know. I that's the only time I remember being in America with you guys. Right. You only remember one time going to America, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. It's kind of sad. So you, I, I feel you, like I'm a, like I'm a exiled. Do you, if you didn't have me, an American as your father, uh -huh. Would you, and then you'd be totally, you had a Greek father, you'd be totally in Greek society, but still watching YouTubes and doing what kids your age do. Yeah. Do you feel like you'd be a different person? Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of influence uh, from the father that you can see on the son. Like, I think you can see a lot of yourself in me, right? Do you? Yeah. 
Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm used to it, right? But I'm just curious with you as a son. Yeah, I think I would be different. It, it all, it really depends on the, on the father. And I think I would pretty much have the same personality. It would just all be, I'd be thinking in Greek. Yeah, you'd be thinking Greek, but like your yeah. Greek friends, your generation of boys speaks English okay, right, generally? Yeah. We're, everything that is, our life is basically media. Right. Right now. And most of the media that we absorb is either English and a lot of people that are Greek are going to hate me for this or some Greek stuff, which is honestly, in my opinion, pretty shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. For example, I Greek rappers. Worst, the word, like, this is bad. This is, uh, Greek rappers. I'm sorry, but it's, uh, it's my opinion. Okay, so, but like, for example, let's just say, for you, and you go on I YouTube, think I would turn out the same just uh, with a Greek accent speaking English. What percentage of your online life is done in English? And what percentage of Greece? All of it. Do you the, do the only, the only percentage of uh, Greek uh, stuff in my online life is homework and maybe some texting on my computer on Discord, for example. Sometimes... What about... Um, what about you never Greek ever Twitter. watch a Greek YouTube? Uh... No, never. Not for me. I know a lot of people from my class do. It's just not my thing. So not your average, thing. let's talk about your average, you go to a private school, so the kids are more fortunate than average kid in Greece. I think if you went to a Greek public school in and a village. I know how it is to be average. I've had like, from my uh, basketball team and different types. I don't know. What percentage in the village do you think they do in English? I think it's definitely worse. It's definitely worse, but uh, they under, they might understand it. I haven't, I haven't been, I haven't lived in a village. I mean, Idra counts as a village, right? Kind yeah, of. but a kind of a cosmopolitan village. Yeah, more, yeah. You know, a mixture of people. I don't know. I think it would definitely be worse, but people would know what a aglesica is and uh, a little bit about... Everybody's got a phone. Everybody's Everybody has an online life now. Thank you very much for, talk, for joining us on Talk With Dad. I'm David Saxon. And, and I'm Niles uh, Minyati Saxon, uh, Chris, and we're signing off for today. It was a good podcast, I think.